0: And it was like, how could I be so misunderstood <laughs> in this situation? And so, what happens is you reach a point of like, if this is how people react to me moving at my most authentic and genuine, then like, how the f- could I continue to move in this space?
1: I have to go. To go. To go. And that is the creative activist that I like to call Amanda Seals. She's joining us today on Naked.
4: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT T.
5: Every champion and every champion's to be a. Out a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Out of champion and carry champion and carry champion. <laughs> Raiders, Raiders in sports and entertainment. connected with oh In a world where vulnerable considered weak. Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story, specific, life-altering events that shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment, connecting with us. every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. We got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment.
1: So in preparation for this interview, as I have shared with you all before, it is hard for me to sometimes interview my friends or people that I'm friendly with that I get to see out and about in regular life. And so in preparation for this interview with comedian, actress, talent extraordinaire, writer, director, all the things, right? This is the creative. And also I call her an activist. And there's all types of activism, but I do believe she is active. I simply went to her IG page. like I knew what I could read about her. And I've participated in some of her productions and I've seen her at different productions that we've worked on together. The last time I saw her was at the Juneteenth special we did for CNN. And I remember talking to her thinking, I just enjoy her. Now, what I enjoy about Amanda is that she shows up authentically herself. She doesn't know how to be anyone but herself. That I can understand. That I can relate to that I know can cause problems. That I know puts people on defense. And I also know it could, in many cases, stall your movement in your career. It could, many, in many cases, stall the, the progress of your personal life, you know, as in your professional life too. And I understand how you can be received and misunderstood. And I feel like a lot of what Amanda possesses at times can be a misunderstanding. People misunderstand who she is because of her passion, because of how she approaches the world or how she has approached the world in the past. Um, and that is where she I find myself in naked curiosity with her, meaning I see you fully because I see myself misunderstood in so many ways. And it reminded me in this interview, she said, you know, she talked about tweeting something and and it was so innocuous. She couldn't believe that she was trending and people were judging her because it was no big deal to her in her mind. And a lot of that could be just the perception of people, of what people have of her. They feel like she might be starting trouble, so they want to take offense to everything she says. But she said, I can't believe I'm so misunderstood. And it reminded me of what another famous Black woman said to me, and that was Serena Williams. She said she can't understand why she's been so misunderstood all these years. Now retired from tennis, I don't know for how long. My thoughts, I'll just interject that. I don't know for how long. But I remember her saying she felt very misunderstood in this world that had given her so many resources and so much life and treated her to this new life that she now has, this enterprise that she is building. Um, And it's such a dichotomy to love something but be so misunderstood by that same thing that brought you so much happiness. It can also bring you pain. Wow, that was powerful. What brings you a lot of happiness can bring you pain as well. That was powerful, didn't you think? Anyway, with that being said, I really enjoy having her on the podcast. And the word that I think of when I see her from when she first came on the scene, you know, for many people, uh, to her work through Insecure, through whatever issues she's had publicly, whatever trending that may have happened, (laughs) whatever thoughts you have of her, I really have watched her evolve. And that will be my word, evolve. I think oftentimes we don't allow people to grow and be different and be better and evolve. Dare I say I do believe there will be a time when we look back at Kanye and he'll say he'll do his apology tour and we'll watch him evolve from whatever he's going through right now. Like, I do believe that. Um, And I hold grace and space for that for people. Uh, Not to get too spiritual on y'all, but I just do. And sometimes I feel like we don't do that in the world that we live in. I hope that the same grace and space that I hold for Amanda or Serena or even for Kanye, for that matter, people will give me the same. Uh, On the podcast, we do talk about Kanye. We drag him, yes, because he needs to be drugged, if that's correct English. Uh, He needs to be drugged, (laughs) or maybe he is on drugs. Stop, I digress. But he does does need a talking to, a stern talking to. Uh, And Amanda had some great thoughts on that. But we also just talk about how we show up in the world and what it means to be us. It's a really insightful, insightful podcast. And she's such um, a great mind. So whenever you can get minutes with people with great minds, ask all you can. But most importantly, listen to how they see the world. Her perception of the world, how she views things is so different than what I would think about. It's just another layer and another level. It doesn't mean she's right, but it's just another layer and another level in which you can digest information and see the world. And you can't be wrong with that. Did you guys just hear my elbow crack? I'm getting old. My elbow just cracked. Sit back, relax. You're going to laugh too. My cheeks were hurting. I was crying at one point because she said there's a place. She said she thinks there's a place when like people are single like me. They're like, how come you ain't got no man? And she's like, well, you act like there's a place called Good Man Island. She didn't say man, but Good Man Island. And we just, we get dropped off at Good Man Island and be like, ah, oh, no, he too tall. Mm-mm, he too rich. Mm-mm, he too fine. I don't want to be with none of them. You know, <laughs> there's no such place. Where does it exist? Find it for me. Thank you, Amanda Seals, for being on Naked. I want to get to everything that I have. I was up early studying you. I don't know if you even paid attention. It could have been a series of likes on your IG page. That was me just just like, amen. Yes, amen. That's right. Keep me going. (laughs) And what I realized is I said, uh, in addition to Amandaverse, if I was someone who needed to catch up on what is going on in the world, and I had been off of social media heavy in the, in the last couple of days, I could just go to your page I or Amandaverse and you're talking about everything and all things, which to me is exhausting, is, but also fascinating because you're so goddamn intelligent and you just always have these quick moments where you're like, and oh, by the way, and I'm not just saying that it's just true. It just is what it is. Thanks, Carrie. Champs, how do you how do you have the capacity? I don't know.
0: I I don't know. I don't know how it I have the capacity. It doesn't come from you. It doesn't come from you. It's just in you. It must be. You know, the Christians would say Jesus. Um, <laughs> the spiritual ones would say the ancestors. I mean, I you know, the Ravenclaws would say Dumbledore. I think it's. <laughs> I'm drawing from everywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I, I marvel at the capacity because sometimes I'm just like, how do you have something else to say? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, how do you have something else to say? It really is stream of consciousness. And I think that's part of what the capacity is, is that I really am not having to think my thoughts within a chamber of like, is this going to upset a network? Is this going to upset a, like mm. I, I'm not having to do the, the strategery around mm-hmm. my thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think the, that when they talk about a free thinker, to me, a free thinker is not somebody that is um, saying things without actual intellect or, yes. right. or I mean. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. without actual backing or support, a free thinker is somebody who is able to, Um, utilize all the information that they know combined with their experience and consider new things. That to me is a free thinker. Consider new concepts, consider new ideas without the limitations of, oh, well, no one else said this before, so it can't exist. So I try to think in that way, like what can I add to the conversation that's not just, you know, some wild shit, which I think is how a lot of people think. It's like, how can I just add some shocking or wild shit?
1: When they start talking about free, free thinkers, as you just so eloquently put, you just have a stream of consciousness. You do have um, a very unique perspective, but it does seem very effortless. Like, okay, I am sitting in the house and there is something else I want to tell you. Oh, and I'm back. I forgot to tell you this before I take a nap. And then, okay, no, I just (laughs) thought about this. I'm watching this in real time and thinking, oh, this makes a lot of sense. The way I read it was, I see you, Hosting The Daily Show. It was a version of your daily show. Like, if that was what you wanted to do, that was the news and the notes that I needed that made sense to me, that really made me think about what's going on in the world in a larger perspective and a different perspective. When you talk about Kanye and what he's saying and the responsibility of artists, Black artists in particular, I never really, I didn't connect the two, but you're so (laughs) right, historically speaking. Please share with my (laughs) listeners. because it was genius <laughs> oh thank you
0: um i mean what i was saying about you know the importance of black artists is that i think a lot of us fail to recognize the unique position that black artists have particularly in america compared to the the role that artists play that are a part of other cultures ethnic groups and races so we'll see comments made like oh why are black celebrities given so much Quote unquote power? Why are they expected to be leaders? Why are we even paying so much attention to someone like Kanye West? And I conceptualize it as Black people in America, we have a very, very unique existence, unlike Black people in other places, in that we were stolen from the place that we were familiarized with, the place where we shared a past, a present, and a future with. We were stolen from those people and brought to a new land where we had to then create a whole new identity for ourselves without even being allowed To connect with the other people that we were having a shared experience with, because of divide and conquer, because of white supremacy, because of slavery, you et cetera, right? The brainwashing that went along with that to undermine our connectivity and identity. So, our existence as Black Americans has become realized and actualized and and um, made visible in so many ways by the existence of artists telling our story. Yeah. So when we talk about the importance of slave narratives and we talk about the importance of the blues as a, as a form of music that came out of reconstruction and black people coming out of slavery, but realizing that they still don't know where they can go to be actually be free right in the midst of, um, sl- uh, in the midst of chain gangs, in the midst of the Jim Crow laws that were about to come out of that, et cetera. So we look at black artists and I think for some of us, we look at them in a vacuum just based on our own current existence. But the the experience of Black people in America has for many of us been actualized and legitimized to especially other people Mm -hmm. by the work and the voices of artists, of Black Mm -hmm. artists. And so that's why I think like when we talk about Black popular culture, like for instance, we're doing Smart, Funny and Black in Brooklyn on October 29th at the King's Theater. It's a Halloween spectacular. So I'm asking folks to come dress as their favorite Black characters or icons. And some people might say like, well, why are you putting the two together? Well, for Black folks, Black characters exist in the same framework as actual living Black icons. You cannot tell me that Claire Huxtable mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. not real for us. Yeah, she, 100%, 100%. Because she represented for us in a way that we were not allowed to represent for ourselves in reality.
1: So that's true. My oh my God. So true. So powerful. So true. In my mind, that was the conversation of, of why people are, are you're like, what is the deal with Kanye? Well, this is why people are saying that. This yes. is why Trump is calling him. People this are is like, just people... ignore him. You know, just, it's like, no, he's, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> you're doing damage, even though you think you, you, you're not. And then you had to explain what I thought was great. Most deaf sure. You're like, okay, so guys, yes. I, you're just like so. I just yeah, okay. I I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta take care of
0: y'all. And the fact that people, I literally say Mos Def's name and his, I, I say his previous name Mos Def, and his current name Yasin Bey. I say it. It's also in the picture, in the uh-huh. video. It is. it is. And people are still in the comments like, "Well, this isn't the shirt Kanye was wearing, it though." And I'm like, you know what? You. <laughs>
1: I can't do it all for We're you. not. Yeah, we, she was like, look, I can lead you here to the water. If you'd like to drink, drink, drink. But I can't literally put the cup to your mouth. This I saw is-
0: someone call the failure to see that. I saw someone call, you know, people were like, how y'all cannot comprehend this? And I saw someone call that ableism. And I was like, you know what? I got to I'm going to okay, take a nap. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got to take a nap. Why are you guys yeah. making fun of other people for their lack of comprehension? Is that where we've come as a people?
1: Yes. 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 Because I'm tired <laughs> of you. Yes. I, I think it's interesting because when I see you, I see me, I see a lot of Black women I know who have a platform that um, boldly speak uh, what they feel and, and, and step into their power, knowing that society says that we should not. And you gave an interview on Headspace. There were several things that you said that I thought were very... Oh, my impressive. God, Carrie, you was really researching. Uh-huh, 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 Y'all, I know her, too. She's like, you acting like you don't know me. I do. <laughs> but I need to do my homework because I was this morning in such a clear space that I just wanted to just make sure I'm familiar and I caught up. And I couldn't get all... I mean, and that's legit. I'm not even just being a fan. I was like, oh, my God. And then, and then, and then. It was about your tone about how you uh, talk to people, about how people receive what you say. And you—you know—it's. I think the shirt was, I'm not angry, I'm oh, passionate. Oh, this
0: was the style like you interview where mm-hmm. I had to like strip down with every question. Yeah, uh-huh. I had, no, my shirt was, um, I'm not hostile, I'm just passionate. I'm just passionate.
1: I mean. What, listen, why, is that, why is there this misconception?
0: I think there's a couple elements there, right? Like I have a deep voice, so there's that. Okay. But then there's also like I'm very direct. I I have what's called like I think they call it like a re a non-regional accent. Mm-hmm. So there's also a certain like authoritarianism associated with whiteness mm-hmm. that's in the way I talk. Okay. Um and I think also like I have a tendency to come off condescending when I'm Sometimes I am being condescending, uh. but sometimes just keeping it about, but sometimes, yeah. cause sometimes I'm just like, are y'all fucking kidding me? Um. But sometimes I'm not. I'm just like, like my, <laughs> you know, there will be like my toxic trait. Like my toxic trait is that like, if I know this is not correct information, I feel the need to speak the correct information. Like yeah. you can't and let that it comes, Yeah. And that comes off as like, you're a know-it-all or you're pushy or, you know, you're trying to school everybody. So I get that. I think the other part of it too, is the the passion part is that when I speak about things that matter to me, which I just happen to have a lot of things that matter to me, there's a conviction behind it that can come off as force and it can come off as brusque. And it really is just me trying to like, emphatically get you to understand. And that gets misinterpreted. And I think that's the way that a lot of black women deliver our messages, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of black women, for what it's worth, are are very used to not being heard. And so we have to elevate our voices. We have to be curt and articulate and really you know, direct um, so that we are not misconstrued. And that oftentimes ends up being misinterpreted as something else yeah angry and i think uh, the people yeah angry mean means yeah. a big one
1: yeah oh god I, it's annoying but you're like but they don't realize how we show up in the world and how the world sees us and how we see it that has everything also to do just, with how we talk yes
0: i mean i also just have like no tolerance for stupidity and we live in a world of stupidity so like i am <laughs>
1: No, yeah, well, you're going to be impatient. You're going to be frustrated every time someone talks. You're like, again, I can't have this conversation. I just said, I don't know what this is. (laughs) You
0: know, and I, and listen, and that's something. So that, that is my problem. Like I am impatient in a way that, um, you know, can, can, can get in the way of kindness. And so that's something I'm constantly working on and having to check myself on um, but I remember, like, I did this interview for this comedy site, and everybody in the comments was like, "She is so masculine, and she is so mean, and she sounds like a man, and she is so negative." And I mean, I was just talking, <laughs> like, I was yeah, just talking.
1: Like, I was just like, "The sky's blue today." Yeah,
0: I was literally just talking, and it, and I, and I was like, "Let me do a little case study," and then I looked at the interview that you're referring to, the style, like you interview that's sponsored by Head Headspace, and I'm talking in the same tonality. Mm-hmm. But the response was so different, and that space is far more woman centric. Yes, and you know, you just realize, like,
1: what audience. a safe space, really. Is. Yeah. yeah uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. well, it registered for me, and I thought to myself, it's interesting that she says she's aware of her tone. I wonder, because I have this issue, um, being in the world as we all are. I know that I can be a force, and. When I'm pushed to my limit, I can be very clear and direct. And it's always, ah, why'd you do that? But I'm like, yeah. I, gave you, I gave you 10 chances. And this is I the 11th g- time. I gave you 10 chances. Girl. this is the 11th time. So how do, do you feel bad when people come down on you for the way that you talk? Yes. Or do you, I sit with this guilt and I'm all yes. like, but why? But why? <laughs> but why? My you God. was wrong. So how, why? Why? What is that about? And how do you, how do you process that? Because we're not sociopaths, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't want to hurt people's feelings.
0: Fact. Fact, we don't. Like, It's not intentional. Like you're not, you're not intentionally trying to hurt somebody. But there's also this other part of you that, like, this is how you get your point across. And so it, it sometimes I think the guilt feels like, did I misfire? You know, and then you have to like walk yourself back. And sometimes you did misfire, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes it's like. That was was called for. (laughs) Yeah, I was.
1: But we always pulse check. And I wonder when that will stop.
0: Um, If at all. I don't think it'll stop. I think also, you know, we're in a world, you and I, particularly, where we're dealing with so many people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's different. I think it's like just the ratio of interactions that we have compared to other folks um, does bear a different level of responsibility that you put yourself under because. Uh, most people for what it's worth uh, are dealing with folks in the, like the same folks around them. So it's probably like mm-hmm. the same coworkers and then like the same people in their family space. And then if they are interacting, like let's say they work in retail or they work in a restaurant, right? They are interacting with a lot of people, but like in a cursory way, sure. right? Like they can take an order and feed people and it, they don't feel connected to that and be done. We're in a business where we, for the most part, have to legitimize every person we're dealing with.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> whether
0: it's whether yeah. it's on a business level or a fan level.
1: Yeah. you. Uh, Everyone yeah. matters. Yeah. Uh, yes. And you take in <laughs> so much. And you take in so much. Yes. And then I, I, I'm sure you feel like this. And I'm like, I don't feel like talking today. I don't want to mm. talk today. Or I don't want to be around people today. Like some days you just got to turn off and rebuild. You don't, you, I know you have that. I'm a cancer. So yes. I have that in the middle of a scenario. Like I'll
0: be at a party and be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, yeah. like the people who have awareness are like, "Oh, Amanda's in her phone." <laughs> Cuz I've checked ready.
1: out. I've yeah, checked I've got- out.
0: And I may I may have a revitalization like I may resurrect like Jesus on the third day. I might, you know, right. but I might not and then it's going to be an Irish exit.
1: Yeah, and I and I don't and I don't care because you're entitled to have that. I I want you to, I want you to know we see you and and even though I know you you always check your moral compass I do believe your voice is special and it is needed. So even Thank in you. those times where it may feel like it's a, a lot it's it's right. It's right. It's justified and you're moving.
0: I also like I like I grew up in a house of of like volume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom is a loud talker, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, Uh Uh so I am also a loud talker. Then I was a gymnast. So I was yelled at all day. Then harsh life. (laughs) That's
1: a harsh life. They don't play. Yeah.
0: No. Then I went to theater and that was how our teacher taught in theater. Like you were just yelled at. So it's also been like an actual undoing of like learned behavior in realizing that like that's not the most effective or even the best representative of myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I would say that there's like the passion level and then there's like the, okay, you're loud. And I'm really always constantly trying to work on like not going to the your loud level. Which I've yeah. also which being with a man will force you to do because niggas ain't really having that. Yeah.
1: Wow. I wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear, I don't yeah. wanna hear it. To, I don't wanna hear you talking to all the things. Yeah, I'm with you. But to your
0: point, if I came at you like this and mm-hmm. you wasn't really hearing me, and then mm-hmm. I came at you like this again and you <laughs> wasn't hearing me, there's only one way to
1: go. That's, I, listen. <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me, because usually I'm gonna come like this yes. first, and I'm like, I tried to be sweet though, like, cause you already know. But anyway, whatever. I, I, okay, so I have to ask you this. This is so funny. I, um, everybody, smart, black, and funny, genius, smart, funny, and black. Smart, funny, and black. Genius. Yes. I was on it Thank and didn't you. win. Yes, you <laughs> were. I saw Bamani the other day. <laughs> he told me. And, you, and you're doing and you're taking it on the road. And you've done this before. You've been on the road before. What oh, is yeah. Gonna be, yeah. So what's different this time than before prior to COVID?
0: I don't think there's anything necessarily different. I think we've added some elements to the show. Um, mm-hmm. We do like a whole happy birthday segment to the show. We are constantly adding different songs to the show based on the games. We are in Brooklyn on the 29th. Um, So there's, like I said earlier, there's an element of the show on, on in the Brooklyn show where we're adding, just having folks come dress as their favorite character, black character or icon. And you don't have to come dress as that. Um, But we also, we, I've announced one of our black spurts or that's our word for contestant, which is going to be method man.
1: Oh Lord. I'm coming just to see method man. Sis. Listen. What? And okay. anyone who
0: knows me knows I'm a Wu-Tang fanatic. Like, Killer B is on the Swarm hey, listen. So this is like, a this big, is my- big deal. Yeah.
1: So does anybody get to talk to him besides you? Because I would come good <laughs> for that. Does anybody get to get in his face and be in his presence besides you? He is too
0: fine. It's Ooh. really, it's really, it's, I, it's iconic level fineness. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, nice.
1: And he's nice. He's, so, oh
0: my gosh, the nicest. Like, just, And consistent. Meth has been the exact same person Uh, since I met him in like 2006. The same person and always just, honestly, I can say that for like the members of the Wu that I know, like Raekwon, Ghost, Um, the Jizza, the Rizza. Like they're always very just like kind, respectful, like they've never come at me sideways. Little story. So one time, when I met the Rizza, he invited me to come to an Oscar party. And Ooh. when I got to the address, it was a hotel. Uh-oh. And I texted him and I was like, I'm not sure who you think I am or what you think I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to come to your hotel room to uh-huh. watch the Oscars. <laughs> and, he... <laughs> and he called me. He's like, Uh, it's a penthouse. There's several people here. (laughs) And I was like, like... Uh, Wu-Tang, killing bees on the swamp. See you soon. I get upstairs. It's like Erica Alexander, like the whole cast of the Wu-Tang show. I'm like, hey, guy, Sorry about that. (laughs) Yay, Wu-Tang. I don't know what you think this is, but (laughs) I
1: I don't mean. (laughs) He learned that day. He's like, come on in there's several people here several no people one's here, here. To, no one's here to harm you i don't there's have a to- buffet
0: there's literally a buffet set up like i true. hate that i hate that okay fine I was just kidding. <laughs> J- jk but you know what listen i come from hip-hop like you got to let people know you got to let people know because they will try it
1: i know we're not going anywhere I really do need your help. You can fast forward through these commercials and then just come right back, okay? Because I, I need y'all to help me out. We got more with Amanda Seals on the other side of the break.
5: Every champion and carry champion to be a champion. champion and carry champion and carry champion. champion. and carry champion and carry champion. sports and All
2: right, so there we were cruising through the new open air zoo when I realized that. The park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few!
4: Drive the Nissan Rogue.
3: Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
5: Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to Naked. Amanda Seals. Let's do music because I have said, and you and I, I'm not about to make this all about people we know, but Kendra Carter told me you are arguably the most talented person she has ever met, which to me explains your need to do so many different things at once because it just comes naturally. This is what Kendra said. She was like, sings, Dance. how is Kendra she's doing good she's doing really good I, A I'm little gonna take call your phone me number. yeah yes. I'm gonna take and she, she she talks about a time y'all was friends walking to New York City streets hanging out she comes to see you perform wait can I just club. give a
0: big up to her real quick
1: Yes. can I so just cool. give a big up yeah when I'm when I moved to
0: Los Angeles I knew that I wanted my life to be different So that was one of the reasons why I moved to Los Angeles. I was like, if you want drastic change, you got to make drastic moves. So I moved across the nation from New York to Los Angeles. And one of the things I wanted to change was that I wanted to be a part of work that had more value to it. Because a lot of the work that I was doing was a lot of pop culture stuff that was kind of just like uh, flash in the pan. Like, you know, you say a little joke, but it didn't have like actual like gravitas to it. And I knew that I was going to have to do scripted television. Like that just felt like I was like, that's next in my path. But no one at my agency would would, would send me out on auditions. They would not send me out on scripted auditions. They were like, no, you're a digital talent. You're a digital talent. And so I had to then go to my resources. And I hit up Kendra Carter and I was like, is there any way you can get me a meeting with the scripted department at NBC? And she was like, say less. Done. Set it up. I went and met with them. My agent hits me like, hey, did you just have a meeting at NBC? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Sure did that y'all would not set me up with. And start it. <laughs> that, but that her allowing that, like her making that happen forced wow. my agency to then send me out on auditions, which is how I ended up auditioning for Insecure.
1: Wow. wow. Yes. Within four wow. months. Wow. 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 Does she know that story? I don't think she does. Oh, no. I got to put you guys on text after this. Okay. That's powerful. And she, but she's never, you know, this is one thing we both love about her as a t- someone who can recognize talent. She's never, I've never seen her off. She just knows. She's like, no, Amanda can do it all. And so with that being said, I, I don't know if a lot of people knew you were in Tree. You were <gasps> on tour with, I, I don't know. I don't know if they know that you replaced they one don't. of the members and went on tour. You have such a, not even considering that you have a masters from columbia which is so hard to get into period right you had this true intellect then you have created this 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 brand for yourself and the showcase that you're taking on the road then you're an actress then you're a like you can do it all does that get cumbersome for you or confuse the vision
0: um it's cumbersome because i, I what i'm not really good at is marketing and like business strategy like i'm not a dummy so i can like Create opportunities for myself to keep things going, but I am not enterprising, um, mm-hmm. in the way that I see some of my peers be. Um, and I'm not sure yet if that's a good or, I'm not sure yet if that's held me back or if that's kept me sane. <laughs> like, um,
1: that's a fair question
0: because ultimately people are like, "Why aren't you da 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 da?" You know what yeah. I mean, like, and. And yeah, I think there's something that happens when you mix creativity with commerce, right? Like with capitalism, like there's a piece of you that you lose in you that change. You said it, exchange. it
1: earlier. You said it earlier. You are free thinkers. You don't have to worry right. about being tied to a corporation right. or a brand or uh, whatever. You can say what comes to your mind. So that's why it's authentic.
0: So, like, Bebby Smith is always like a voice who will just like poke her head in to be like, keep going. Your path is different. Keep going. <laughs> um,
1: That's because, very accurate.
0: Because sometimes you just think like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I have a certain level of, uh, you know, at one point it felt like, should I have a certain level of fame? I don't feel that way anymore because I, I really, fame is like this weird thing that I'm not really interested in. Um, but what I am interested in is, is options and yeah. being able to have like the options to create without um, so many barriers and so much convincing, right? But you come to understand that like the people who kind of fend away, the people who navigate that very deftly, they, they have a different relationship to their art. So yeah. that's why so many people have like a business person who's like their partner or that works alongside them who, who thinks that way. Because I'm the one who's like, okay, so what we can do is, all right, yes. okay, I want to do A game show, and then it (laughs) would be like Black History, but then it's also Uh a sing along, and then it's also, you know, so like I got you on that, I got you on that, but then there's also the people who are like, but why don't you have sponsors yet?
1: Yeah, Yeah. and I'm
0: like, oh, because I don't really know how to do that.
1: (laughs) I'm the same, but. And I do and I do understand the frustration of someone being like, you should already have that. You're just like, it doesn't mm. work that way. It just doesn't. I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't. It's a different capacity. How different many thing. times a day do you get, why don't you have your own show? Oh, girl, 15 <laughs> times a day. I'm all like, I don't know. Well, and I started it with you. And normally, now I receive it as, that's a compliment. You want my, it is. you want to hear me. You want to hear oh, me. Truly. To be like, But no, before I be like, well, because you ain't got your own show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Are they giving out shows to black girls, little black girls around the
0: world? I think they should. They really should. I I really, you had said earlier that you feel like I would, I should have like my own daily show. And I feel like a lot of people are like, a man, I should do the daily show. I'm, I would not do the daily show for a number of reasons, right? But one of them is like, I would not want to live in New York again for that, just like indefinitely. But the other reason is because like you said something where you were like, you know, you like kind of like wax poetic and philosophize on topics beyond like what people are talking about. And it's like, that, that's the show I would want. Like I don't want the show where I'm telling you the news. Like I want the show where you already know the news and I'm providing and ideating and considering other things about that, which is what I thought I was going to get to do at the real. Yeah. Um, You know, like just cause it's like, when you have these topics, there's only so much you can say about like the fact it's like, these are the facts, but then it's like, how do you, yes, I know. exactly. Ex- yes. You know what I mean? Like, how do you expound upon that? How do you like make that relatable? How do you apply that to like bigger concepts of our socialization of patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's the stuff I'm interested in.
1: Yeah. The teaching of it all because you are a professor. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's also something Kendra used to call you. She said she needs to go on and go ahead and just be a professor. I don't know what she's doing. Kendra said that. I thought about oh, it. I thought about it. I really like when I was I was trying to move to when I was trying to
0: move to LA, I was trying to figure out how I was going to do it because it seemed like such a BMS task, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the money and then the where you're going to live and then mm-hmm. the job. And I had become friends with um my sis Tommy Crump, who's an exec and yeah. Tommy! So Tommy is just that is my sister from another Mr. And Tommy, I just remember Tommy sipping a glass of wine and being like, mm. what if you could get like a PhD fellowship and like that could pay for it? And I was like <laughs> Okay <laughs> You sound just like her
1: too though, right?
0: <laughs> well, you know, Tommy is a Tommy is part of my uh Tommy is a part of like the character shaping that I did for, for Tiffany. Oh oh are you kidding me? Yes. I did, she never told me that. I she doesn't tell people because she's like, I don't like it. <laughs> 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 Tiffany Dubois of Insecure is based on my friend Tommy Crump, who is just as like studio corporate as she, at, as she is Philly to the bone. <laughs> okay. So, so she's both funny. of those things. And yeah. then the other part of my character shaping mm-hmm. for uh, Tiffany Dubois in Insecure was Shantae Moore in the Shantae's Got a Man video. Oh! That. yes! As I'm screaming. Yes! Yes. (laughs) Yes. That, yeah. And like Shantae Moore like started following me and I was just like, oh my God, like
1: the worlds are colliding. Wait a second. She took a sip of wine and said, why don't you just get a PhD fellowship? That is exactly, (laughs) that is exactly what she would say. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Casual. Why don't you just do that? That's like when my mom like in like, 2004 just like turned to me casually on the couch and was like, you know who you should do a song with? Lenny Kravitz. Oh, okay. Should I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me give him a ring. I think that's where the defense that you would have around like people saying, why don't you have a show? That's where it comes from. It's like this idea that you're like turning down
1: shows.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, know, too many- uh, no. <laughs> you know, like, like, like there's just like, like your, pa- it's like when people say like, why don't you have a man? As if, There were so many (laughs) options. You know what I mean? Like, that that used to blow my mind when people say, like I want one. (laughs) Like, why are we acting as if we're like getting dropped off at Good Nigga Island and we're just like, no, 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 he's too short. No, he's too fine. Like, that's not a thing that's happening. Okay? Where (laughs) is good? Amen. listen I it's i I there has not been a charted course yet and I'm literally trying to find it like I talk to my dude all the time about like where where'd you come from like where, where y'all at
1: uh-huh he's like what, it's just what? me I'm one of one <laughs> I was set apart for you I'm one of one set apart for you nobody else I won't believe Whoa. it listen, every okay. time
0: every time I see you I'm just like we're gonna get her a boo it's coming It's coming.
1: And my show is coming, as is your show. It's coming. Here's the thing.
0: There's a large part of me that also just feels like I've been a late bloomer in every facet of my life. So, like, why wouldn't I be a late bloomer in like the show facet? Like, why wouldn't I like I was a late bloomer in like physical development? I've been a late bloomer in even just like my own sense of awareness and health and healing, right? And like I when I got with my partner. We were together in college, and then we like lived separate lives, and then we came back together. But I wouldn't have been able to correct receive him like literally six months earlier. Correct, I wouldn't have. And you I feel like work
1: because you were doing the work. I was like in the thick of the philippine work. <laughs> I know about it. Yeah, that and work it's, be working. It's, it's and it's hard, and you got to sit with these uncomfortable as feelings and realizations of who you are, and just you're sit like, oh my god, am I toxic? yeah <laughs> yes. oh, yeah and you're like okay and, and it's all <laughs> the cleansing period because yes we want our our partner yes we want our show and it, it is in due time and I think the daily show comment is just about and, and it's hard for people to receive compliments so just 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 hear me no I receive you know. it I receive it I totally receive okay, because oh, as someone who sees everyone pop up with a show on air it's very in this world of of our attention span is like this if someone is literally waiting to hear what you have to say to the very end is very important to know that your voice means a lot it it may not i'd rather have a super small dope following instead of like 30 million people who don't even pay attention to me quality yeah quantity every single day and so it is it is you are constantly top of mind when people are talking about did you hear what amanda said the other day about such and such so that's new like i did not really realize
0: that like I genuinely did not really realize that until we started going outside again. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, I we was in this that. pandemic and we were all in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I would be on my phone because I'm in the house. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm in the house. So I got a thought. I'm just, let me share it. I'm in the house. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. And if I'm being honest, I think the internet connection kind of helped me remain sane in the isolation of the quarantine and the first 2 years of the pandemic because I didn't feel safe to go out and tour. I didn't feel safe to go out and like keep doing the art thing that I was doing. And so it was like this last thread of like okay, I can still be expressive and get something back. Yeah. Right? And so then when we started going outside again, people would be coming up to me, like our peers would be coming up to me and saying like, "Girl, I've been following you throughout this whole this whole <laughs> pandemic. You got me through this pandemic." I'm like, "For real?" Mm-hmm. And that was something I kind of just didn't, um, I I just wasn't truly aware of. And it it heightened my, it heightened my consciousness about like shifting. I realized I had to shift my focus that I've been really kind of following the normal track of like, I need to get these executives to care about me. I need to get this industry to get to care about me. And I realized like, no, what you Mm -hmm. need to do is preserve the connection you have with the audience that cares about you. And you need to put your energy into that and to figuring out how to do that, which is why I decided like, let me go on tour. And so I've been on tour with the black outside again, tour since July, since June. Um, and it's been, it's been of a journey. It's been a bit of a journey because, uh, one of my partners along the way in the tour, like didn't really show up. In the way that I would have liked them to. And so it caused my tickets to not move in the way that they normally do. And I and there was this worry by them that, like, oh, well, you shouldn't do shows where you only sold 30% of the house because it's gonna be <clears throat> embarrassing for you. Yeah. And let me tell you, they could have not been more wrong. Yeah. Because when you are folks like us who like people aren't like fans of, they're supporters of, it's yeah, a different, more, yep. it's a different energy. Like yeah. they're showing up. It's like every person equals six people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're showing yeah. up with full 100%, like I'm here. So yeah. even if even if I'm in a venue that's supposed to have 2,000 people and there's only 700 people there, it
1: feels, it feels like 5,000. Yeah, Because <laughs> they rock with you heavy. You know what I mean? And you're So and thank you- y'all for coming out. Yeah, no, they have your back. It is it is honestly, uh, I think, something that you said the pandemic gave you. And yes, you did give it back. But when you're sought after for opinion, much like, you know, our brother Shar, people want to hear what you have to say. It's part of the culture. You're a voice of the culture. And as it's happening, you don't know it's happening, but it's happening in real time. The, I can I can name twenty thirty people, but it's just happening in real time, and it could be a conversation at the dinner table about what you mm-hmm. said about what's going on with the city council here in LA. Which I'm I mean, you got me had me fired up. Just not, the videos with you not looking and just making faces are hilarious. So, so listen, someone commented that w- that video was reposted,
0: and someone in the comments said, "You know what upsets me about this is these videos where." someone is reacting to what other people said and judging them as if they're perfect. Amanda Seals better hope no videos or recordings leak of her. Oh, and God. I thought that was interesting. And I was like, I'm sure that I have absolutely said shit that people will take and, and run with, right? Absolutely. No, nothing like that, but I I'm sure. <laughs> let me just disclaimer that. But that <laughs> yeah. being said, I'm like, My response to that was, I think my, what's odd to me is that you, because he was like, it feels like this is for entertainment value. And I said, what's odd to me is that you feel that like bolstering an entertainment aspect to the revelation of information that people should know about is like that, that somehow devalues the information that they're being shown. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, I feel like what I've been really, um, fortunate to figure out is how to use my entertainment value to create education and make it edutainment. So like that situation with the woman in LA city council and the other two members and them talking very disparagingly about indigenous people in Mexico, as well as about uh, this black child, et cetera. Like that is information that folks need to know. Absolutely. Because these are people who are in legislative, like, and like, rulemaking and lawmaking positions, and if they are holding biases against the people in their constituency, then they are not the people who should be in that job. Correct. And if I got to make a video reacting to make, to, 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 to aggrandize or amplify that, then so be it
1: then so be it because you you make it so simple and so plain then you're like I am outraged you mean to tell me we here we are all marginalized black and brown folks and so we're all against each other so the blacks are with the blacks and the whites are what the fuck are we doing what is the point
0: well you know the thing is is that not all brown folks are brown folks
1: 100%
0: so like there's you know within the Latinx or Hispanic community you know you have Afro Latino Afro Latinx people and then you have you 100%. know indigenous people but then you have the white folks who are the descendants of slaves. And, you know, I think they call, they call them mestizo. Um, yeah. But they, it's they deep. consider themselves adjacent to whiteness. And they're like, we going to be, I, I say, I always say like, they think they're going to be the next Italians, yes. like, you yeah, You know? 100%. 100%. Because Italians were not considered white. And then it was like, ah, we need more folks. We need <laughs> more folks. Y'all could be white. Y'all could be not white. Like whiteness, whiteness is a, whiteness is a moving goalpost that only, that only contains um, its power by numbers, right? So that's why, like when you see this whole Roe v. Wade thing and there's a theory that this has to do with there being fewer white babies born, like that completely supports that. Like there has to be, it's a, I saw this brother speaking the other day. I'm so mad I don't have his name in my mind right now, but he was saying racism is a team sport. He was like, it's a team sport. And so if you have the deeper bench, you can fight the fight. Like you can keep, yourself on top and i look at black folks all the time and say you know we miss we have missed the boat on realizing the incredible depth and power that we have
1: simply just in numbers in numbers and sticking together and we have no concept we don't we have no concept of the power that we have and and, we love
0: to say we're not a monolith and i'm like but
1: we could stand to be a little bit more we could (laughs) we could be a little more one I and, and and whatever I can start. I talk about that all day, girl. Get me fired <laughs> up on your people. Um, but I love, I love y'all. I love
5: y'all. Every champion and carry champion to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment can make it If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with Intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive
2: modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
4: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: I do say this with my understanding of your edutainment. Do you ever feel, because I used to say this all the time, you talk every day on TV, bound to say something, right? It's just going to happen. Do you ever feel that you want to not be in the game after a bad day on social? Do you ever feel like, I'm, I'm, I'm packing it up. Yeah, I don't get no more of my wisdom. You I, I, Have you ever felt that way? Even when, like, even, it, let's talk about insecure. You're like, you do know this is a character. Like, I am just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is going on? I what I I couldn't even understand. I couldn't understand it. I could not understand it. That would have made me irritated. You know what I mean? Up to the point where I'm like, I'm I'm tapping off. I'm tapping off a of social. I don't I you guys. This is I am not an AKA. This is a character that I am playing. If you guys could give me some grace,
0: I have felt I have felt that way. Like sometimes it just feels like. Oh, like, this is just an overabundance of ignorance that I can't take. Or this is an overabundance of negativity that I can't take. I mean, I've told this story before. Like, I remember when I had, I had two situations happen in 2019 where, like, I was just drag, baby. Okay, dog walk through the internet. (laughs)
1: And... Uh-huh. i glad we can laugh at it now. Do you guys <laughs> dog walk through the internet? Like, that is some real. Just visualize that. That is so, Thanks. that's how it be. Like, Listen. they literally dog walk me through the internet. And, and, po- and,
0: and folks don't understand that because folks will say things like, I don't know why you care that uh-huh, people who uh-huh. don't know you are talking about you. And it's like, that's why. Because exactly. you're just like, you don't even know me. <laughs> and like, so. But I was being dog walked through this internet and there was, it was a scenario that had happened and I thought like, okay, we had gotten through it. And then it got revisited. Like someone just decided like on a Tuesday at two o'clock, like, you know what, let me just put this back in the atmosphere. And I started getting the tags and getting the DMs. And I just like, I remember I was about to interview uh, comedian, Sam Jay. On my podcast. And so she was at the house and I literally just like fell like I like crumbled to my knees and was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm just done. Like it, it like actually broke me because, because the, because the the thing that I was being attacked for was for something that I was wholeheartedly justified in doing Uh and, and it needed to happen. And it was like, how could I be so misunderstood <laughs> in this situation? <laughs> like, like what does that, like, and so what happens is you reach a point of like, if this is how people react to me moving at my most authentic and genuine, then like, how the fuck could I continue to move in this space? I have to go. Right. Yeah. And I feel like for a lot of people, that's what suicide really is about. It's like mm. if this is what it's gonna be, if I continue to be me, mm-hmm. then I just can't continue to be. Um and I felt I felt that before too. Yeah. But it but as it related to the business, like that was I just and Sam had to like y'all, it was a it was a Terry McMillan film. Like Sam had to like pick me up off the ground and be like, No, sister. <laughs> this You've got to keep going, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. She's like, don't <laughs> let them break you, you know. And then it's like a, it's a Tyler Perry stage play, you know, <laughs> and you know, uh, you're just like, uh, I never get <laughs> to heaven, like, but you know, in in the more, <laughs> in the more like, <laughs> in the more God travel size there. <laughs> Because we're so happy
1: to benefit. Thank God. And
0: and Sam is strong. That's a strong Uh girl.
1: Yeah, Sam is is a joke. I love Sam. She she said, let me pick you up physically and and emotionally because you need it. Fuck these niggas. Fuck these (laughs) niggas. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. (laughs) You know?
0: You need Uh that. You need that. People always ask me like, oh, like, what's your advice to someone getting in this business? And I'm like, make sure you have people around you who remind you of who you are on the days this business makes you forget.
1: Amen. That is a, by the way, that is a word for your ass. And then it just rejuvenates you and she gave you what you needed to keep going. I think, I think you're built for this. But in when you're in the middle of being dog walk on the internet.
0: <laughs> and you're always like surprised. Like, like I know. It's that, always like, the most random. You're like, wait, what? You know, and it'll, it'll creep up on you. Yeah. So many times y'all, I will like send a tweet and then go about my life or like send it, yeah. like post something and then just yeah. go about my life. And then like. You know, a few hours later, I look at my phone, like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, there was this white lady who, like, she, like, sent a tweet before she took off on a flight to South Africa. And she said something like, "I'm go-, she said something like, hella racist. And she was, like, uh, an exec for some big company. And then, she, and then she turned her phone off and, like, took off on the, on the flight. And when she landed 14 hours later, she had, like, lost her job. Like, she, she had been, blanking. like... Everything had been blown up. And I'm just like, damn, like that's, that's how it, how it, it be sometimes. Hey, no, that's you a, send that's out a true. tweet. I will never forget when I was sitting in a Paris airport and I sent out a tweet that said, if you have J's and Nike suits and you don't have a passport, then you're losing. And then I like put my phone away and went out with my life. And <laughs> by the time I got to Wi-Fi again, what? I was
1: the hated like (laughs) what what was what was the outrage for the alleged outrage um the alleged outrage was that I was policing how
0: black people spend their money didn't say anything about black people in the tweet I was policing how black people spend their money I was being elitist I was trying to force people to travel who don't want to travel I, I, I I was talking about this on Candy Beerus's um podcast the other day well her show the other day and I was like, I'll never forget. There was a tweet that said, um, "Amanda Seals is an elitist, petty bourgeoisie who is passport shaming the disenfranchised Black community." Oh, wow! And I was wow. like, I'm doing all of
1: that. Oh, wow. Okay, just by a tweet, I did all that. You, you're, and that's the part where you're just like, you don't even know me. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, someone told me the other day that by resharing. An Al Jazeera news story about something about like a uh an Al Jazeera news story about something going on in Ethiopia. Uh, they said that I was empowering the Ethiopian government. And I I was like, I, I, ma'am, I don't have that kind of power.
1: Yeah, well, she but yes, that's the beauty of it all though. That's what I'm saying. That's how people see you. And it's interesting. And that doesn't mean change who you are. It means that that just comes with the territory of having the ear, right? And being a voice within our culture, right? But it does mean
0: changing, like, what you decide to, like, step into, I feel. Yeah,
1: yeah. It depends. Well, because, you know, Jamel and I would be like, Jamel, I don't even feel like getting into it with these today you know what I
0: mean like Jamel's mom Jamel's mom was on my flight back from uh Detroit the other day oh really coming <laughs> to LA yeah she told yeah. the whole. she was like well you know my daughter is Jamel Hill and I was like daughter! <laughs> did you tell Jamel that did you yeah, tell te- her I was texting her I was like yo your mother is behind me she was hey, like oh yeah. lord she done told the whole plane that she's my <laughs> mom <laughs> that is so funny well let me tell you I don't you think heard. her mom realized I like know her know her though uh-huh. Like I was she was like, Oh, you know my daughter. I was like, Yeah, she's like, What's your name, Amanda? And she was like, Well, thank you for your support. And I was oh, like, No, no, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, No, no, like, like I know like I'm texting her, like, look, I sent her a picture of us. And she was yeah, like, Yeah,
1: not not only do I support her, but that's like my friend for real. Like, yeah, like- yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, you do know my daughter. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so I do. I do know. I do know if you want to feel the headache because no matter what, when you're in the middle of it, it still takes a lot from you. And I and I think and I've said this before, I'm I'm in a space where I like to watch people evolve and grow. And I've seen you do that. So don't be kind and gentle to yourself. Don't take that for granted because it's it's beautiful and it's special. Thank you carry champs
0: (laughs) (laughs) what are you what you about to say (laughs) no because people i see people all the time will be like you're so much like happier now you know you're just not as angry it's like damn can a bitch get loved like what like let me live yeah
1: Yeah. and let me learn it's and yes love helps but you've been learning and that's and and i'm watching maturation yeah, it, it, we're allowed to do that. You, we are allowed to do that. So don't don't forget that part of the process. I don't believe in the whole like, oh, a leopard doesn't
0: change its spots. Like people oh, are yeah, who they either. are. Like me I've neither. never believed that. I think that's a cop out. And I I feel like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of tropes that humans like kind of just repeat, but they don't really know the source of. So I started reading this book. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I started reading this book that basically seeks to reassess what is human nature? And they talk about how like so much of what we consider to be human nature, like how we say life isn't fair, how we say like, you know, like how we we, like people kind of say like greed is a natural human condition. Like they were like, you know, these are things that were basically like just written by white people who had the power to write. Correct. (laughs) in like the 1700s, and then it just got passed down, and passed down, and passed down, and passed down. And are like,
1: It's not a fact. You do know that. Yeah. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. That's that's So all right. we
0: have, you know, we have the power to define and redefine how we want to show up. And um, I think a lot of times we don't realize that, well, particularly for women, it is defined like this is how you're supposed to show up. 100%. And then you start to realize, mm, but I don't. Wanna?
1: Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to show <laughs> up that way.
0: I don't want to show up that way. Like, I want to wear skirts and also give niggas a dap.
1: Can I yeah. do both? Can I do? Okay. Why? And by the way, that's that is the nature of what I would say about your talent. You do it all, and you do it the way you want to do it, and you can, and you can. Thank you. And and Thank no one you. can take that from you. You can, and you will. So I I support you one hundred percent. Where can every? Okay, so in Amandaverse will they mm. find tour dates? Because I know you said you're doing. You yeah. Can,
0: You can go to amandaseals.com. The 29th is October in Brooklyn. I will be in Philly doing Mm -hmm. stand up on November 12th. You can catch me in Oakland after that. And then I'm closing out the tour in Chicago, uh, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com. And if you want to hear just more of my musings, you want to see behind the scenes footage, you want to see special uh, exclusive series that I'm doing, like my docuseries, Amanda on the Move, or like my commentary series, Rebels and Radicals. You can subscribe to the Amandaverse. It's a okay. universe of Amanda. Um, and,
1: and I love it.
0: You can subscribe to the Amandaverse. And um, when you get an annual membership, you get a shirt that says Seal Squad. That you're was part of t- it. Designed by ma, by my hand. I drew
1: it myself. So uh, I, I love the monetization of it all. Don't give out these musings for free because you've given out, out knowledge. It should be paid for. It should be, it should be premium.
0: Premium. I mean I'm I'm honestly like working to be just not working harder but working smarter. That's it. Yeah, yeah, girl, join. 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 Right? Yes. And, do the podcast um, in the house. <laughs> Ma'am, I mean I'm 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 hoping to announce something really soon that I think people will really be happy about. I so. felt
1: like you were going to be doing something soon and I was like, I wonder will she say something now? I don't know anything, but I just felt like it. I was like it's just a matter of time. I just, you know, my I'm waiting my on some sad. paperwork. Okay, same. <laughs> I'm waiting on same. some paperwork. Same. All right, so you, uh, guess what guys? We both waiting on our paperwork. So everybody yeah! gets a show. You get a show, I get a show, we all get yeah! a show. <laughs> Boy, <Oprah>! <laughs> <laughs> Smart, funny, and black. I actually, as mentioned in the podcast, happened to do it and got beat badly. I, I was bad on my black culture, my black pop culture. Y'all forgive me. Got beat by Bomani Bo Jones. Shout out to Bomani Jones. But she's on tour. Check her out. She told you she was going to be in Atlanta on the 15th, although this will have already aired. But she's also in Brooklyn on the 29th. And then she's also in, on tour. She's doing. She's at a couple of comedy clubs in Philly. So you got to go to Amandaverse.com, AmandaSeals.com. Check it out support her. Support looks like I appreciate what you do because I know it's hard to do what you do. And if you could do it differently, you would. And and honestly, when I meet people like that who I know it is in their being to be who they are, they're not doing it for effect, for fame, for for attention. It is just who they are. Um, and then that other part comes, right? That That entertainment business side of it will come. But it is who she is. And I am more And willing to support her. I asked you guys to do the same. That was my elbow cracking again. And I guess I got to get in yoga. Next week, we're back with a new edition of Naked.